plantains by any other name are still bananas. And now there's a new game in town led by an hombre named Matt. A poker-playing, cigar-smoking, barbecue-eating talker. They call him magic in these parts. And he's made bananas a kind of art form. The kind of talking that makes people sit up and bark at the moon. Ordinary just got better. Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt Allen. A lot of crap I gotta I gotta smash into this segment. Did Magic Matt on Outlaw Radio just say crap? Yes! Yes! Listen, we're uh, we we yak for a living. You found the loquacious spot on your on your digital on great radio stations across America. We love you, Wisconsin. Hit me now. Slap me now. Come on. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I liked to dance. Because this is a song I would dance to. Turn it up a little, Lord. Sort of a one-hit wonder, even though this wasn't even a top 20 song, I don't think. Great song, though. Here, here comes the money show. You got to hear the money show. The hook. See, you got you got to get us on YouTube so you can watch our producer Blondie Lori dancing. The Magic Match Outlaw Radio. Lori look dancing. At her, look at her getting it. Performing for her boyfriend who won't miss won't miss one of these shows. Hit me now. He's probably doing something untoward right now in the privacy of his own home while watching Lori on uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah. How about that visual? All right, let's move on. Jimmy Kimmel admits to uh, losing half of my fans, maybe more than that. ABC's late-night comedian. Comedian? Was he ever... He wasn't ever really a comedian. What was he in Vegas? Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he was a bad radio guy, and he was also a bad radio guy in Palm the Springs. Show, right? The Man the Show, Man that's show. the one. Yeah, but that, him and, uh, I don't think that was Vegas, uh, with uh, the exceptionally talented Adam Carolla. Oh, no, that man guy, is that talented. talented. Yes, that guy is great, articulate, and a brilliant guy. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, however, you know, you know... You know, it always occurred to me when Jimmy got that gig, it's like, poor Adam should have had that gig. He's he the have. smart one. Well, that's your old friend. But he doesn't But he doesn't look as good as Jimmy, you see? Well, I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's aesthetics, my friend. Aesthetics comes into play. Really looks, though, I mean. And if you're talking about my friend Jimmy McEachin... No, the, I'm not. Well, that's who I'm talking about because he said, it, before the replacement was found for CBS, he said, Matt, that that's your gig. He said... Oh, that he and he yes. says it to this day. Yep. He said it a month and a half ago. Yeah, you know, he says it to this day and he's right about that. But my management team would not step up to the plate. That's because my management team is our HR man, Billy Dilly. <laughs> so, but the late Howard is Yes, Howard the Duck. He's on the show. Yeah. Whoops. Right. Okay. Who used to be on the show? You know, he he, he can't be on the, the show, show anymore because no, he he's dead. But he had something to do with the Man Show back yes, in the he, day. Yes, he did. He represented Adam Carolla and I think Jimmy Kimmel and I thought I, so. I, I, he was one of the producers of the Man Show. Yes, he was. You know, they, they I think he had an executive producer credit, which, by the way, in the business means not producer. Right. <laughs> That's what executive. I just produ- want the money. You you know that too, of being course. around the biz. Of course. See, this is another reason why I like Tattoo Davey. 
he's been around the biz, so he understands showbiz. It's all I know, and you get that. Yeah. Executive producer, when you see that in credits on shows, it means not producer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yep. You know who said that years ago? My my tall uh, my my tall friend of comedy, Ryan Stiles from the Drew Carey Show. You know he Ryan used to say Ryan. that. Him. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to miss him a long time because uh, Mark C.G. Boyer pissed him off in a I poker did. game. I know. And he'll never I come back. chased his ass away. In an interview with Naked Lunch, whatever the hell that is, Jimmy wow. Kimmel portrayed himself as a rebel, claiming he defied network bosses who hinted that trashing tens of millions of potential viewers might not be a good idea. Hey, for once, the bosses of the network were right. And I do say for once because they're most of the time they're wrong. Very rare. Uh, there was at one time, maybe, I don't know, like uh, right around the beginning of this, this whole like uh, Trump thing, where that was kind of hinted at, Kimmel said. But I just said, listen, I get it. I don't. I don't disagree. I mean, you're right. As a result, Kimmel said he lost a good chunk of his fan base. I've lost half of my fans, maybe more than that. He said, ten years ago, among Republicans, I was the most popular talk show host, at least according to the research that they did. Okay, I believe that. You know, Kimmel was always a sort of a likable guy. Yeah. Uh, Kimmel continued. I just said. If that's what you want to do, I understand, and don't begrudge you for it, but I'm not going to do that. So if you want somebody else to host the show, then that's fine. That's okay with me. I'm just not going to do it like that. Well, the network exec said, should have said goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, take it, yeah. You yeah. know, he came in heavy back in the day with Sarah idiot. Silverman. What an oh, idiot. He should just go back to Sarah. Remember when he was yeah. with they should Sarah? crawl back into their little cave. And yeah, their down. lefty cave. Yep. And enjoy yourself. Goodbye. No, Get she you. dumped him. Bye-bye. Uh, they knew I was serious, Kimmel said. I just, uh, I couldn't live with myself. Okay. How, how did yeah. Johnny Carson live with himself for so many years doing the right thing and beloved to this day? You just answered your own question. Yeah. This isn't the first time Kimmel has expressed his willingness to lose millions of viewers for ABC. Huh. Uh, he told the Daily Beast uh, about four years ago he has no interest in appealing to Trump voters following a controversial segment on gun control and health care the year before. He said not good riddance, but riddance to Trump supporters. Uh, the once invincible Kimmel has been experiencing ratings problems in recent months. ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live has... And by the way, would I love that friggin' big name out there on Hollywood Boulevard across from... from uh, is, across from Grauman's in that yes, area there. Son of a bitch, yes. When I see that, I think, Jesus, have I done the wrong thing with my career. But P.S., it ain't over, my friends. It ain't over. It ain't even, not even close to over. Watch me. Good. Um, the once invincible Kimmel uh, recently lagged behind two Fox News shows, Gutfeld, uh, Fox at Night, and Kimmel played defense for President Joe Biden by repeating the mainstream news media's 2020 refrain that Biden is a decent man. This is a quote from Jimmy friggin' Kimmel. Joe Biden, look, whatever you think about him, he's a decent human being. He's a nice old man who quite plainly cared about people through his, his whole life. Mm. He's certainly not evil. If you believe that, you've got real problems. Hey, Jim, you could be after that statement. I always, I, For the last many years, I haven't liked you. But my God, you are one stupid son of a bitch. You truly are as stupid as a mud fence. To believe that Joe Biden is a decent man. Am I talking out of school here, Lori? 
Am I talking out of school? I got to tell you, no, you're not. And I got to tell you, years ago, when Jimmy Kimmel just hit the map, I got online to see him because I wanted to see everything about his audience. I wanted to see how he's doing stuff. I'm not even going to ask you why, but go ahead. From a production point of view, because the... Because production had changed back in the day, and I yeah. met his uncle Tony. No, yeah. and they took me to the front line, and I went. I was VIP. Of course, of course, because yeah. you're this hot dancer-looking chick. Of course, does everybody the hot- have an uncle Tony? Yeah, everyone. He, he did. <laughs> hot chicks always to the front of the line. Of course, yes. And so they brought me in, yeah, and I met Jimmy. Yeah, hello. Back in the day. Well, here, here's a little filly we'd like you to meet backstage in your dressing room. And I did, Jimbo. Yeah, I met. Yeah, him. I did. of course. Yeah, of course. But I didn't get what it was when I met. Him because you know, people either have that Elvis thing or they don't. Hello, and he's uh, like my hand is very, in the air. You're right, Lori. Very inward, it's either that thing. No, he's Jimmy Kimmel is a lucky guy. He, he didn't is have the, that thing. He is the Ryan Seacrest of television. Yep. Wait, Ryan Seacrest is the Ryan Seacrest of television as well. You know who had that thing was his uncle, who was really old at the time. He's since passed. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, Uncle Joe, Uncle uh, Harvey, Uncle whatever. Tony. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Kimmel made no mention, no mention during this podcast, no mention of the Hunter Biden uh, laptop scandal. Not even a mention. Of course not. Or President Biden's uh, de- demonization of uh, Trump supporters in his infamous Philadelphia speech in September, during which he called mega Republicans a threat to the country. Not a mention. No, no. This man, this president, this person you call president is a decent man. Jimmy Kimmel, bite. I just turned around. Bite this. You stupid ass. You would see that on Magic Match Outlaw Radio on YouTube. Yeah. You stupid ass. What a stupid ass he is. What a no, not a complete no talent, but but half a no talent. Cambridge alumni is pulling funding from college after academics said gender uh, speaker was hateful. Uh, University alumni, they're pulling the funding uh, from their college in an intensifying uh, blow over the master announcing she was boycotting a hateful gender critical speaker, Helen Joyce, an author, former economic uh, journalist, invited to Gonville and Caius College last uh, whenever by Professor Who Cares. But in an astonishing intervention, before she spoke, its master, <coughs> Professor Pippa Rogerston, I hope that's a woman, Pippa. P-I-P-P-A? E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm, there was a Pippa Rogerson. The most senior post uh, joined Dr. Andrew Spencer, the college senior tutor, in telling all the students that Miss Joyce's views were polemics. The head of Cambridge sociology faculty also apologized to students for the distress caused by sending them an email invitation to the talk. These are are scary college kids that cannot take it. Oh, my God. Women are women and men are men. Oh, my God. The world's going to fall apart. Yeah, that was the speech that, that they're apologizing for. One has a vagina, one has a penile thing, and then it makes them. I, I just turned into Bill Cosby. It turns him into the man and the woman and the thing. <laughs> I, believe me, I, I, I'm not all that Bill Cosby thing. I would never drug a woman. Knowingly. Uh, judge rules for California. You know, finally some good stuff happening. Finally, some liberty. Finally, some some truth from judges. 
Judge rules for California bakery owner who refused to make wedding cake for lesbian couple. Now, if I owned a bakery and a lesbian couple wanted me to make a cake for them, I would do it in a heartbeat. It's a business. I want your money. Right. I don't care what you do. Just give me. I just turned into Cosby again. I don't care what you do. <laughs> a, Jewish, I'm a Jewish Cosby now. Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Uh, but, but Judge Rules, California bakery owner, who refused to make wedding cake for a lesbian couple following a five-year legal battle. That I drew, remember this. That drew, well, of course, it's a five-year legal battle, Lori. See that? It was five years ago. Uh, drew national attention. California judge has ruled in favor of bakery owner who refused to make a wedding cake for a lesbian couple because it violated her religious beliefs. Kern County Superior wow. Court Judge J. Eric Bradshaw God bless you, J. Eric Bradshaw. Why? Ruled that Catherine Miller, owner of Tastery's Bakery in Bakersfield, acted lawfully while upholding her Christian beliefs about what the Bible teaches about marriage, <laughs> uh, court documents show. That's wrong. The Catholic, well, that's, you know, we all have our opinion. It's, yes, it's and I'm not a Christian. Wrong. What happened to, you have the right to refuse service sure. right, to anyone. To anyone. anyone. Did, I, did I not start this off? I guess Lori was on her phone when I began this story by telling you if I own the bakery, you do it. I would do it. I would right. make the cake I for that. I would make it in a second. Yeah. But I understand this ruling and it makes sense. Mm. It goes against their religious rights. California sure. Department of Fair Housing and Employment sued Kathy's Creations doing business as Tastry's Bakery October 17, 2018, claiming Miller intentionally discriminated against the couple, violated California's Unruh Civil Rights Act. Well, they lost. And P.S., you know, there's more to this story. You know that lesbian couple went in there asking for this cake to be made because they knew which political side of the aisle and religious side of the aisle this bakery owner was on. This was... It was a quest. It was oh, to on. create controversy. Oh my God. This has been proven time and time again. Squeaky wheel crack with the left. LGBTQ and on this farm there was an L... Yeah, I'll make. Hey, I'll make a cake for you. I'm not really a pro at that, but if you're a lesbian couple or a or a homosexual couple, I'll, I'll do a little. I'll do a little baking for you. Gonna cost you a pretty penny. We'll be this after back on Outlaw Radio. Audio mediocrity and doing it in an excellent way. This is Outlaw Radio. It's really neat. 